You're listening to Teen Time with Alison Howe. You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Sky. I'm from Kelly. And today, I'm really excited to have one of my new friends to join the show today. Hey, everyone. Uh, so this is Louis, and uh, I was born and raised in Hong Kong. There's always this like stereotype that people who are studying law also watch you know, a lot of these law-based TV shows. Are you somebody who does that as well now? Well, uh, as much as I hate to agree with you, that is true. <laughs> I mean, I've had my fair share of watching uh, legal dramas, I think mainly from the States, but also the ones from Hong Kong, which I will not name because I just don't know their names. But um, yeah, I mean, those sort of elevate or even glorify law or even lawyers. But I think at the end of the day, it's not as glorious as you think it is because uh, sometimes you also have to consider the emotional aspects and consider uh, the clients and also the other person or the other party's uh, background in terms of the situation and how they came about it. So such as criminal law, you know, sometimes uh, stealing uh, for the sake of, you know, survival uh, might sound might sound like a reasonable thing to do because it's for survival. But in the eyes of the law, it's not. So that is still a criminal offense at the end of the day. So there's always that conflict between, uh, you know, what's right, what should be done, and also what's right in the eyes of the law. So I think there's quite contrasting opinions. And yeah. That's really cool. As you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, if somebody who's listening to us now is is thinking or maybe their family is thinking about them t studying law, what do you think are some of the considerations that they should keep in mind when they are making that decision? Uh, it really depends on whether you're pursuing a bachelor degree or a master's program because bachelors are relatively less expensive, I would say, just because it's a more annual basis in terms of fees. But uh, it, but for a master's program, it's quite it's more pricey just because it's they do it per credit. So I mean, if financial independence is not really an issue to you, then by all means go for it. But if finance is a problem for you, I think you should really consider because it is a long road to say. It's probably like three to five years if you're doing bachelor's. Uh, quickest is three if all goes well. And that's only completing the education part and not even practicing it. Yeah. That's really helpful. Thank you for sharing that. So with um, schools being suspended, how has this uh, affected you? Uh, I think it's actually affected me in a positive way just because uh, I don't have to make the trip in and out of the house and you know waste time on commuting to school and back. But uh, it's generally been a good thing for me just because I've been cooped up at home, just generally just focusing on my studies and being antisocial as I am. And it's actually made things a lot more flexible and a lot more convenient just because classes are sometimes being pre-recorded. And so I can make my schedule a lot more flexible in that sense and just freeze up a lot of things. I can do more and get more done in this period of time than compared to if I had to adhere to like a more uh, strict, uh, confined schedule as it is. Yeah. So you're somebody who actually is working better with this type of flexible schedule? I'll say sure, just because I'm okay with either way. Because, I mean, if there's a set schedule, obviously make things easier to plan around. But um, on the other hand, if it's a set schedule, you obviously have to follow it. And sometimes it's inconvenient because you might want to do things that you normally cannot. So I'm okay with either way. 
So a lot of people have been talking about the coronavirus or COVID-19. Our theme for this season is sort of what has this kind of got you thinking about? Um, what's been on your mind during this time? As with other people, I think certainly the aspect of contracting is obviously certain in their mind or even imminent just because uh, how dense Hong Kong is as it is already. So I think for me, it's just really more of thinking about um, how to really prevent it or even rethinking whether it's really necessary to go out. Is the event I'm going to really worth like possibly contracting it? But besides that, uh, I think it's really put things into perspective for me just because it's given me more time to think about the people around me in terms of family and friends and you know the, how I can help uh, one another. There has been a short supply of masks and hand sanitizer and all those sort of things. So it certainly bonds people in a way that's, that you wouldn't really expect it just because three months ago no one would probably be thinking about fighting for masks so i think that's really helped us to bond regardless of how weird it is and also another thing is thinking about the welfare or the well-being of other people just because uh you know death is probably around as you know it comes and go so it really makes you think about how, how you want to interact with other people and like you know just moving forward how you want to live your life to a certain extent. I think it's quite interesting, you know, during this time, a lot of people have been circulating a lot of social media stuff, you know, just what you were saying earlier about health tips and all that. Do you find yourself going on social media even more during this time to get information? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you want to be updated with the most recent news or the most updated news in terms of, you know, what's the situation around the world as well as uh, Hong Kong. We reported, like, the fourth death, I think, in Hong Kong. An elder male who contracted the disease and wasn't able to fight it off. So you would obviously want to be uh, updated with the most recent news. But there's also the aspect of filtering out what is read, what you believe to be true, just because in every situation, there's always pranksters, trollers, as you would say. So I think it's very important that we verify your series horses as well as the details and the content contained within interesting that you point that out i mean so you are somebody who grew up with the internet generation do you think you naturally because you've grown up with it are more savvy online than any other generation Compared to the elder generation, I would say so. But within the generation, I think I would say I'm one of the more slower ones just because the only thing I look to is really uh, the authority. I mean, Forbes and other well-established newspaper companies or sources, uh, they provide authority. So I think those are very compelling. But there's also the more shady ones or the less known ones that you have to go into. So obviously, we always want to look into the better side of things so sometimes when shady source says one thing on reaction i would say oh that's really nice that's you know that it, it provides a bit of optimism and a sense of hope but uh you always have to go back and double check and cross-reference with other sources whether this is consistent and if not then then i guess that optimism is no longer there and you just have to face reality for what it is yeah so just a fun question right there are you a facebook insta or a snapchat person Facebook, Insta, Snapchat is just not for me. Just because I have no friends to Snapchat with. <laughs> you've you've done Snapchat. Oh, I've had my fair share. It's just I was so lonely. <laughs> Speaking of social media, what is the craziest thing that you've seen you or your peers kind of get into recently? Uh, I think a while back there was a Tide Pod challenge where a Tide Pod challenge. What is that? Yeah, so Tide Pods are essentially little pods or little packets that you would put in your washing machines to wash your clothes. And there was a challenge going on where I think people were eating them for some reason. But what was the challenge to see how many you could eat? Uh, I don't think it was, it was how many. It's just the fact that you could eat one, and that was just a challenge, like just to show that you're capable of eating a Tide Pod. 
Wow, that's so interesting. Why do you think people were doing that? Uh, I think for attention in terms of seeking uh, internet fame, just because social media has really taken off in terms of impacting our lives or even the, our generation uh, with the likes and the hearts and all that good stuff that comes along. I think people crave that attention and really just want to attract attention to themselves for the fame or for the celebrity status in that sense. Yeah. So with, you know, what's happening with the coronavirus now and everyone moving online with school, do you think that just furthers that more? That's a good question. Um, but I think as of right now, I don't think there's any new internet sensation challenge that will come with the COVID-19 or coronavirus during this time. Because given how uh, the countries have responded recently, I think the threat uh, people are taking more seriously. So it, it's a threat to be reckoned with. So at this point, I don't see people, pranksters or trollers, uh, doing anything too crazy at this point in time. Yeah, so maybe when it dies down, that's probably when things start to appear up. But in the meantime, while we're still reaching the peak, I think at this point in time, we're safe from such challenges. From your own experiences and growing up here in Hong Kong um, and just kind of the things that you've been thinking about, what is something that you would want to say to a fellow university student or somebody who's younger than you, some tips or some thoughts, you know, to share during this time? Um, on a fun note, honestly, just hide your kids and lock the door. Lock the door and hide the kids. Just be anti-social as possible and just refrain from going out. <laughs> but uh, on a more serious note, I think you just have to be smart. Just play it smart. Play the long game, I would say. Think whether it's worth it. You know, if you're just going out for something that's trivial, then why bother you know why even bother waste a mask on that you know on another note um i would say try to stay in more well ventilated or outdoor areas just because uh you know it's it's the chances of contracting something in a more stuffy area is higher than compared to you being outside with the wind blowing and get, getting some fresh air as well so on that note i would say just try to stay in well ventilated areas and stay outdoors stay outdoors I mean, if you need to be going out, then try to stay outdoors where there is like air ventilation and wind going on. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. I was like, do you want people to just remain outdoors or? Well, I mean, from quoting from a TV show, I'm not going to specify which one. Um, you know, a plague is necessary for the human population. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. So if there's any teenagers out there, you know, what is something that you would say to them? Don't be reckless that's it just don't be reckless all right okay thank you so much thank you so much lewis for joining us today uh thanks for having me it's been a pleasure thanks for listening this hong kong life is an initiative of kelly support group we are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in hong kong see you next time teen time